in that part of the world where he's been laboring for almost two decades. Now he says he's moving on to Jerusalem. He talks about delivering a gift to the saints there. This is the famous collection that Paul was interested in taking on his third missionary journey, a collection of money from Gentile churches that would help the Jewish Christians who were suffering in Judea. From Jerusalem, Paul is then going to go to, to Rome uh, and on his uh, kind of almost a, as a way station to his next field of evangelism, which he thinks is going to be Spain. So you have this sequence of places Paul is intending to visit. First Jerusalem, then Rome, and then Spain. And we can begin to understand then that Paul writes Romans because he's planning to stop by there. And he wants to introduce himself to the Roman Christians. He wants to introduce himself to them so that they will perhaps help him in supporting the ministry in Spain. Paul's sending church in Syrian Antioch is a long way away from Spain, completely opposite end of the Mediterranean Sea. Paul wants the Roman church to sort of come alongside him and help him in supporting this new ministry in Spain. And so that's clearly one of the reasons Paul writes, out of his own concern, his own situation, his own need for ministry support at this point. But we also have to understand a little bit about the situation of the people in Rome and the Christians there. Rome was uh, obviously the capital of the great empire of that day. So it was a very significant city in the world. Paul in chapter 1 apologizes for not having been to Rome yet, but the needs of the ministry so far have kept him from visiting them. So clearly this is not a church that Paul himself planted. He's never visited it before. But again, he wants to enlist their support for his ministry in Spain. But it's clear Paul also knows something about some of the issues going on in the church at Rome. And when we think about the situation of the Christians there in Rome, chapters 14 to 15 become really important. This is the famous text where Paul addresses the weak and the strong, encouraging each of these groups of Christians in the Roman Christian community to learn to get along with each other, to accept each other, and stop condemning each other. As we will see when we get to those uh, chapters in our survey, the fundamental issue dividing the Christians in Rome had to do with Torah, the law of Moses. Should Jewish Christians continue to obey the law, or was it now something optional in the new age of salvation? The strong, mainly Gentiles, saw no need to introduce the law any longer. No longer did they feel any need to observe any of the dietary requirements of the Mosaic law, for instance, or to observe the Sabbath. But the weak, mainly Jewish Christians, partly because of the way they were raised, uh, continued to think that the law is important for working out their life in Christ. And so you have the division between these two groups. In Romans, then, Paul is addressing that division. He is creating a theology that would address that particular need in the Roman Christian church. We thus find in Romans a lot of attention given to the issue of the law, to the issue of Jew and Gentile, and how they are now to be related in the church of the new age that Christ has inaugurated. 
But at this point, it's important to expand our vision just a little bit. Yes, the Jewish-Gentile division was significant in Rome, but it was also significant in the Church of Paul's day in a much wider sense. Indeed, it could be argued that the question of how to integrate Jews and Gentiles together in the people of God of the new era was the great theological question of the early church. What's the nature of the continuity between the Old Testament and the New? What is the status of the law of Moses now that Christ has come? Do Jews have to give up their ethnic heritage in order to be Christians? Do Gentiles need to come under the law? All these questions have left their imprint on the pages of the New Testament scripture. Romans is a place where Paul is especially looking at that issue, uh, asking the question, what is the nature of the gospel? How does it